We are the people of his pleasure. You can pass through his open gates with the password of praise. Come right into his presence with thanksgiving. Come, bring your thank offering to him and affectionately bless his beautiful name. For Yahweh is always good and ready to receive you. He's so loving that it will amaze you, so kind that it will astound you, and he is famous for his faithfulness towards all. Everyone knows our God can be trusted, for he keeps his promises to every generation. Lift up a great shout of joy to Yahweh. Go ahead and do it, everyone, everywhere. Worship Yahweh with gladness. Sing your way into his presence with joy and realize what this really means. We have the privilege of worshiping Yahweh our God, for he is our creator and we belong to him. We are the people of his pleasure. You can pass through his open gates with the password of praise. Come right into his presence with thanksgiving. Come, bring your thank offering to him and affectionately bless his beautiful name. For Yahweh is always good and ready to receive you. He's so loving that it will amaze you, so kind that it will astound you, and he is famous for his faithfulness towards all. Everyone knows our God can be trusted, for he keeps his promises to every generation. Lift up a great shout of joy to Yahweh. Go ahead and do it, everyone, everywhere. Worship Yahweh with gladness. Sing your way into his presence with joy and realize what this really means.
are we doing? It's good to be in God's house today. Amen. Welcome, welcome to Victory. And today we're going to have another victorious service. We're also going to worship God in spirit and in truth. He's going to show himself strong on our behalf. Amen. If you're joining us from online, welcome. We are Victory Christian Fellowship, where we are inheriting God's promises, and we always experience the benefits. Amen. Let's stand together. Father, we thank you for today. We give you praise and honor and glory. We magnify the name of Jesus in this house. We thank you, Lord, that your name is great above every other name. There is no one like you, Lord. And we give you all the praise. All the glory and all the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You give life. You are love. You bring light to the dark. You give hope. You restore every
you, Jesus. You have won every victory from today, from yesterday, and for eternity. We thank you in this house. Come on, let's thank him in this place. We thank you, Lord, for every single victory. We thank you, Father, for who you are and what you've done for us. I love you, Lord. Oh, your mercy never fails. All my days, I've been held in your hands. From the moment that I wake up till I lay my head down, I will sing of the goodness of God. All my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so good. Every breath that I am able, I will sing of the goodness God, I love your voice. You have led me through the fire in the darkest night. You are close like no other. I've known you as a father. I've known you as a friend. And I have lived the goodness of God. And all my life you have been faithful. Oh, yes, Lord. And all my life you have been so, so good. 
the word of the Lord and to hear the voice of Holy Spirit. Oh, my voice, it sounds like thunder. My voice cracks the cedars. My voice echoes throughout all the earth into all the universe. Listen to my voice. I have sweet things to tell you. I have good things to tell you. I have things you need to proclaim. I have things you need to shout. I have things I need to tell you. Oh, praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for your voice. We thank you that we can hear your voice. We thank you for the fire and the peace that is burning in our hearts from your word. Amen. <laughs> thank you, worship team. I tell you all may have your seats. Whew. It is hot up here, you guys. <laughs> okay. So, I am doing announcements today, and I will make it through all of them, okay? (laughs) That is the goal. (laughs) So, we are going to start with Tuesday. Tuesday, we have this generation. That is for our middle school program. They are here Tuesday afternoons for an hour out of school time, and they love it. They have a great time. And then Tuesday evening, we have new generation Air Force, (laughs) and that starts at 6 p.m., We have a wonderful time. So uh, Holy Spirit, Holy Fire, Heartfelt Fire is our worship band we have. You can feel the heart of God and you can feel the fire every time. And it's always a different experience. So I encourage you to invite people. And we are changing things up. So it's always a surprise. So speaking of youth group, um, I'm going to jump to Palazzo Creations. We are going to be making Christmas cookies. It's that time of year. Who loves Christmas cookies? I'll say, me too. Okay, so we're going to be making them on Saturday, December 9th, so you can put your orders in. Um, if you're watching online, you can email us at newgenairforce@gmail.com. If you are here in person, there is a sign-up sheet in the back at the youth booth. I like saying that because it rhymes. Um, so you can sign up. We have sugar cookies, snickerdoodles, and molasses. So you can just write down what you would like. It is all by donation. We are going to make so many cookies, so order lots of them, okay? All right, and then also, while I'm on December 9th now, okay, because that's when we're making the cookies, um, we are having our youth breakfast that day. That starts at 9, and as part of our youth breakfast, we will be at the Palmyra Square at 10.15. So from 10.15 to about 10.45, like 30 minutes. So we are there to just plant our feet in the square in the town of Palmyra and to just sing worship songs, and get our voice into the atmosphere, right? And you can always tell a huge difference. It is awesome. Okay. I got those ones. All right, now back to this week. Wednesday. (laughs) Wednesday is Wednesday night refreshing. That is at 6.30. It is delightful. It's like spring rain in the middle of winter and fall, okay? (laughs) So come experience Wednesday night refreshing. And then Thursday, Thursday is Bible Adventure. So that is for our elementary school, and they come for an hour out of their school day to also get the Word of God. They sing songs. They're learning the books of the Bible. I know they get stickers. It's a great time for them. (laughs) 
even even my high schoolers where I work, they put stickers on their faces, like at the beginning of the day. Like stickers apply to all ages, okay? It is it's hilarious. They also like um, band-aids too, like um, the ones that have like Buzz Lightyear on them and different stuff. They just like put stickers all over their faces. Okay, that's a complete side note. Um, <laughs> okay, and then one more announcement so I don't forget. Abby is doing a putting together a special Kids Live Christmas program. So she has all of the details with that. I know they'll be practicing like the next two Sundays. So if you are interested in that and participating, see Abby. <laughs> okay, I think I have all the announcements. I, oh, was there something else? Oh, okay. <laughs> Great job on the graphic. <laughs> okay, so I was up super early this morning, and I was reading my book about space. So I got new books. That was Abby's, <laughs> that was Abby's um, birthday gift to me. She took me to a bookstore, and there were so many books. I was so excited. But I found out that there was a whole series when I thought there was only one book. <laughs> So I have one that was called How Technology Works, which is where I got a lot of my facts from. And now I found that there's more. There's one with how the body works, how the brain works, and how space works. So I got all three of them. So this morning I was up reading about space because that's what the Holy Spirit told me to read about, okay? <laughs> I, I learned so much, okay? All right. So first thing is you know that there's a spectrum for, like, light, We have visible light that we can see. There's infrared, the microwaves, the radio waves, um, x-rays. There's a whole spectrum, okay? So that's the first thing. (laughs) Okay. I lost my train of thought. It was about the spectrum with light, okay? So I was reading about the center of the Milky Way, okay? So the Milky Way is the galaxy that we are in, way beyond our solar system. And it said that basically at the center of the Milky Way is this large black hole. And in this black hole is sound waves and um, gamma rays, okay? So one, isn't that amazing that the center of our galaxy, there are sound waves and radio waves? It makes me wonder what is being said, okay? That's the first thing. The other thing is then these gamma rays, these gamma rays are like the highest frequency waves that we know of. And it is essentially pure light. Like it is just 100% energy. So it's amazing that like these pure packets of light, um, they are basically like weightless. And so they travel the fastest and they are the most, well, dangerous, they say, because they can go through almost everything. Okay. Like in order to stop these particles, they need like six feet of lead or something like that. It's very intense. So that's the second thing you need to know, right? So at the center of our galaxy, there is sound and there is light. Isn't that awesome? It's Okay, so also with black holes, they're also very heavy because it's metal with, like, and that's what makes um, the gravity come in and, like, sink, okay? Pulls everything into it. So it's amazing that out of, like, this big ball of heavy mass, there's basically things that are, like, weightless light is just coming out of it, right? Doesn't that sound like the word of God? Like, God and his presence is very heavy, you know, but also the light that comes off is weightless. Like, that's just amazing to think about, okay? I was thinking about all of this at, like, 5 o'clock this morning. And then I was looking up, okay, so I was looking up what else has sound and light in it. Lots of things, but... First and foremost, 
what's in the center of our galaxy is also in the center of yourself. <laughs> right? Inside of yourself, there is a sound wave, and there's also light. And it, I was so excited. I was like, which cells, which, oh my gosh, which cells in your body produce light? And it's all of them. They communicate between each other with light. And so I looked up this study that says they actually think the cells in your body communicate faster than light, almost like as if it's a symphony, that there's an external, like, force that's like a conductor just making everything all work together. Right? Oh, my goodness. I was so excited. I was jumping up and down and screaming at my apartment at, like, 6 o'clock this morning. <laughs> okay? It gets better. I also found this other study. They took a piece of DNA and put it in, like, a jar of, like, quartz. And then they zapped it with a laser, okay? So it's now like glowing DNA. It looks like it's radioactive. But then what they do is they, take, they took away the container, like the quartz, and took away like the physical DNA, and it was a light imprint of the DNA left behind. Right? I had to read it again. I was so excited. It basically says that um, there is a blueprint of your entire body in a field of light. That cannot be changed. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? So the word of God and is in the center of the universe, the sound and light. It cannot be changed. That's what the entire world revolves around because it's the word of God that built our very foundation, but it's also what built you as well. So that's what I have to share. There's so much more. I'll do a video. <laughs> Amen. That's awesome. That is awesome. So when we speak the word of God, we are connecting with his word wherever it is. Think about this. We don't have to physically go anywhere to connect with what God's doing somewhere. Amen? Unless he sends us on a mission there, we can do it from here. Amen. Well, with that in mind, let's do our confession. Perfect time for that. <laughs> All right. Are we ready? There we go. God is very good to us. His Holy Spirit reveals to us what God has freely given to us. We have and enjoy the good things that God has made available to us. We are greatly blessed by the Lord, and we possess the gates of our enemies. We are joint heirs with Jesus, and we take hold of all our inheritance. The Lord has separated us to himself. And he has given us territory to possess. Our land is fruitful, productive, thriving, and flourishing. God gives us his best. Wherever Father God has planted us, we take possession of our land. By doing God's commands, statutes, and judgments, we gain divine wisdom and understanding and become great in God's sight. We are God's people, his priests who minister to him. We eat the wealth of nations and prosper in God. Instead of shame, we have a double portion. Instead of humiliation, we shout for joy over our portion. Jesus is our portion. In our land, we possess double and everlasting joy belongs to us. God faithfully rewards us. And makes an everlasting covenant with us. Everything that God has promised has been made available to us. And we can possess it all. 
God establishes and confirms us in Christ, and he anoints us. We are never disappointed because God's love has been abundantly poured out within our hearts through Holy Spirit who was given to us. Everything in the Bible is for our instruction. We are encouraged by God's written word to have hope and we overflow with confidence in his promises. We glorify, praise, and honor the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. At Victory, our vision is to reach out beyond our walls with the message of salvation, hope, and inheritance. To proclaim the uncompromising word of God, to build a strong body of believers, and to encourage relationships in a loving atmosphere. We activate God's word to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. At Victory Christian Fellowship, we are inheriting God's promises and experiencing their benefits. Amen. Amen. And we are doing that. Amen. So I wanted to give you a couple of updates. And then I want us to pray um, for the country of Guyana today. It's very important. I'll explain. But uh, right now, actually I should have checked my phone, but right now at this very moment, uh, Pastor Doug, Steve, and Gabe should be heading to the airport in Liberia. And um, their flight, I don't know, it's midnight or something, but they have to get there for 8 o'clock, but it's a couple hours away. I don't know. They'll have to get there for 5. I think their flight's at 8. But it's about two hours away on dirt roads. So <laughs> you have to get started early. <laughs> it's better when it's light. So uh, they had the best time of ministry. Pastor Doug, they, they just, they had breakthrough. So before they went, the enemy tried to stop them from going, and we insisted, no, we're still going to go, but we'll have a different plan if needs be. Well, everything the enemy said, of course, is a lie. <laughs> but when people speak to you, you don't know if they're, they're the enemy or if they're, you know, wisdom of God. So you have to discern it. So we knew we still going to the nation. I don't care whatever. We're going to the nation. Well, everything the person said wasn't true. Well, they didn't experience it to be true. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Um, but what they, they had some divine appointments like you couldn't set up if you tried. <laughs> so on the way, I'll tell you a couple of, Pastor Doug's going to have to tell you some of these stories, but they're so exciting. You have to hear them on the way to the country, because when they were going now, you know, they're kind of on high alert to make connections because, you know, they're going to a place they've never been and what we're hearing, you know, blah, blah, blah. So on the plane, <laughs> this gentleman from Wisconsin was traveling to go to Liberia from wherever they started in the U.S., somewhere. And he is a jiu-jitsu instructor, and he also has a regular job. So he was going to meet a very well-known former um, sergeant of the Civil War that they had for 14 years in the country. This man was feared above all else. He was used by the devil to do horrible things to people. He killed over 20,000 people. So, or he was responsible for that, right? Because he led his army into doing that. But anyway, so this man got saved. This man we're talking about that was the killer, he got saved. So, uh, miraculously, when he was doing his whole witchcraft and chanting thing in the spirit world, 
waiting for the demons to come give him power so he can go fight. Jesus appeared. And, yeah, Jesus said, I'll show you power. So anyway, so he got miraculously saved and set free. So now he has a uh, place, a refuge for, uh, he rescues uh, um, young boy soldiers because that's how the devil gets them is when they're little boys, puts a gun in their hands, tell them to kill people. So he rescues them, right? So anyway, I, I can't tell you his name because the kids are in here, but he has a name. And so, uh, well, they heard about him. He never picks anyone up from the airport. He happened to go pick this man up from the airport that day, and he met Doug, Pastor Doug and the team. So they explained they're preaching in the country. So he came the last night, which was Friday night. He came to the church that they were having this meeting in, right, because they told him where he was going to be. Well, when he walked in, Gabe had just finished preaching his first sermon of the night, and they're all rejoicing and they're dancing and stuff. And then Gabe got up again and preached a second sermon. <laughs> Gabe's a preaching machine over there. All of a sudden, he starts preaching about repentance and all this stuff. And this man walks, was there. They give him the mic because he, anywhere in the country he goes, there's a big commotion because everybody knows him, right? So that's why he never goes to the airport to pick anyone up because then it's a big scene. Well, it turns out that that church that he was in, two doors down is where he grew up. He didn't realize that when, it, when, he, when he came to the church. And then he realized, this is the neighborhood I grew up in. Grew up. That particular church he stole from when he was a little boy. He stole their drum set twice. <laughs> and then they had their, their New Year's Eve service over there. It's called a watch night service. And they would serve bread and tea. And one particular year, he took all their bread. So when they came to the service, they had no bread. So as a result, because he realized what happened and his whole life now, he's making restitution to people that he did wrong to. So he's going to, so the church has a drum set right now. That's all they have, a drum set and shakers. If you saw the videos on, on the thing. So he said he's going to provide the church with more instruments to add to their, since he stole from them, right? And then he's this year for their watch night service, he is going to provide the bread. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? So that's just one testimony, and there are many, many others. So I just want you guys to know that wh whoever sold, you sold your prayers, your time, just your encouragement, your finances, you got rewards for that. Amen? And don't let the devil steal your rewards. Take it. Take the reward. Say, Lord, I thank you for my reward for participating in this. Amen? But there's a lot more um, that there's so much. Imagine... Um, I put some pictures up there of houses and stuff that look like they're shacks and things. Okay, that's, that's the normal house in the city. That's the main capital city of the country. That's not in like some rural area. That's what their city looks like. You've got to check out the, you, the, um, Facebook, the church Facebook page. So, um, Pastor, give me an update on that. All right. Of course, our offering, you know where it all goes. We have evidence of everything that we do with it. And thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who came yesterday and helped out with uh, sending our barrel to Guyana. It turned out that we didn't just send two barrels because we had so many items. We, we had to send a third. 
So the third barrel, however, thank God for his favor and the, and the good people that we encounter. The shipper who came to get the stuff, first of all, they had to wait for us to pack the barrels. And then when we realized we have all this stuff left over that I still wanted to go, I asked him if he would mind packing a third barrel for me if I send the stuff with him and he could pack it. And he goes, I could do that. So they came in an SUV, two big barrels, and we stuffed everything that was, I mean, we stuffed. His wife left with bowls in front of her legs. She was like this in the seat, and there were things piled up in front of her, and that's how they left. So we thank God for that, and thank you for your giving that I was able to ship three barrels, and it was paid for. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's a blessing. It is truly a blessing. And the purpose of these barrels, so you know for your reward from God, right? The purpose of this barrel was to send much-needed things. Like I, ne- I recognize there that they need that, that I couldn't get there. I just couldn't get it there. And we've gotten some sort of type of it there, and they break in, in like a day or two. But the other thing was to go beyond survival and add some dabs of luxury, just like glimpses of it, <laughs> so we can get out of that cycle of the enemy that he creates in these places. Amen? So pray into that for your own life. Amen? Whatever you, this is a survival thing, you just say, Lord, we're getting out of this survival thing. Our family is thriving and going above. Amen? And that could be in the natural and in the spiritual. You take it on both sides. Don't leave anything on the table. Amen? All right. So I want to thank everybody for that. I went home. I went, God, you're so good. Like your people are so awesome. I was just bragging about VCF and all the wonderful people. And for those of you online who have given as well, you're included in that brag. So (laughs) thank you guys. So thank you for your giving. Of course, online you can click the link that's there. But here, of course, everybody knows how we give here. We have all our family people here. Everybody had a good Thanksgiving? I had... The most different Thanksgiving I've ever had in decades, possibly. (laughs) I went out to eat with two boys. The thought of that has not happened for I don't know how many years. (laughs) Because I'm always the one cooking (laughs) and doing the stuff at home. So we got, so Christmas we'll do that. But God is good, amen. Um, Okay, we have something we have to pray for. We have to pray for the country of Guyana. And in a minute here, we'll show you a video to show, explain what's happening. But I was on a phone call with a Zoom call with other pastors from the U.S., Canada, and Guyana with the captain of the army of Guyana. And he was explaining to us the, uh, the severity of what, the threat that's been made against Guyana is, and they're asking for the um, religious community to pray. So I was also on another call from the president's office um, to the Guyanese pastors. Uh, one of his cabinet members came on. I don't think he could make the call, but he. But they were explaining um, the severity of this. So I want you to watch these two videos, and then I'll come back and we'll pray.
its new state of Guyana, Essequiba. Military preparations have already begun. This is a map which shows the location on the Venezuelan side of the international boundary, where Venezuelan armed forces are now constructing a military airfield to carry out the government's plans for the Essequibo region of Guyana. And this is an article from a Venezuelan publication quoting Colonel Juan Gutierrez Ortiz that Venezuela is building a landing strip that, quote, will serve as a logistical support point for the integral development of the Essequibo. And next is a video of the actual construction work concluding with this statement by Colonel Gutierrez Ortiz as posted on Twitter by the chief of the Operational Strategic Command of the Venezuelan Armed Forces. This is a textbook Venezuela has. Look at the breathtaking beauty of the Essequibo, from its pristine rivers to its abundant resources. It's a treasure that belongs to Guyana, and we ask Venezuela to respect the rule of international law. Our commitment to this land is not just about ownership. It's about preserving its beauty and resources for our people and future generations. The controversy between Guyana and Venezuela was settled internationally as full, perfect and final in 1899. Essequibo belongs to Guyana. I don't know what happened in the first video, but there was a little bit more explanation. But the point is Venezuela has made a threat to Guyana that it will take over what is called Essequibo. Essequibo is two-thirds of Guyana. <laughs> so that could be a problem. Uh, <laughs> this has been happening for years, so I didn't think anything of it because since I was a little girl in high school, they would, you know, talk about the threat. This time, though, the President Mudaro has sent out a referendum to his people to vote that they will agree with him to invade Guyana. The style of this invasion is the same as what Russia did in Crimea. And Russia is supplying military um, equipment to Venezuela. So I'm sure they're also supplying the military officer strategic plans. The problem in uh, Venezuela is the current president is a dictator. However, his opponent, who, you know, if you're praying like, oh, let him get out of office and somebody else come, well, the opponent is worse on this matter. She wants more than what he wants, <laughs> faster than what he wants, right? So that's not an option. Um, the people of Guyana and the people of Venezuela get along very well, and they like each other, and there's no problem there. But the way this government is going to overtake Guyana is by putting the people against each other and have the people do the invasion.
Army-wise, Guyana's army is of insignificant numbers. When we ask the general what the number is, he, there's no number to compare because Venezuela has 500,000 army. Guyana has 750,000 residents. <laughs> so let's put the math there, okay? Um, so what we need is an intervention from God. And we have the authority to take territory. Amen? So we're going to go to Psalm 135. Now, two weeks ago on a Wednesday, Pastor Nelson's preaching today, not me, by the way. But we're going to get this. Look, we got time. Pastor Nelson's not a long-winded preacher like I am. So (laughs) um, two weeks ago on Wednesday, remember when we prayed for Israel? And you remember I stopped while we were doing worship and I said I could see that they see where the hostages are and they need to be freed and they should be freed. And so when I saw that they were only getting 25, I said, no, 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 I posted it. You ha- See, when the devil defies the word that you speak, you have to speak against his defying of your words. So I didn't just quietly go, no, wait a minute, that's not what God showed me. He showed me all of them. I, went, I posted it. I said it out publicly. God showed me all the hostages. So based on reports, they had freed 25, but there was 200 or something they were saying. So then I saw last night or something, I hadn't kept up with the news, but they were freed more, I think. So all of the hostages, every last one of them, I don't care what country they came from, they have to be freed, alive. That's the other part, you know, free, alive, like they're moving humans. So... But I want to show you that it doesn't matter where we are on the planet. We have authority over the works of the enemy. And our authority is to destroy it. And the way we destroy the works of the enemy is with the word of God directed by the anointing of God. You see that? Because it's the anointing that destroys yokes and bondages and sets people free. So this is why it's important For you to get around anointings that are higher than yours when you're fighting a battle that's stronger than you are currently. This is, this is, when I tell people about church and they go, well, you know, I'm telling you, in the church is where you can find people that won stuff 10 years ago that you're trying to win today. So when you encounter those people and they're talking about their testimony with their testimony is an anointing that won so when you defeat the enemy in an area of your life you have gotten the anointing of god like like the it's a revelation you know you know like when i graduated high school and stuff right and i looked at the high school math later i went why was it so difficult when i was in high school like now i'm like this is so easy now but it's because I, I went through this whole process and I got all this info and everything else. And then I put it together. The, when you're out, you go, oh. <laughs> so you get a revelation, right? You get to see how it's used and all this stuff. Well, it's the same thing when you win something in the spirit. You have a revelation. This could be done. And you want to be with people. That did it, so you don't have to ex- you don't have to know it by experience. Take it from someone else's experience, and it'll be so fast. People will be asking questions if you really had this problem because they won't believe you. Talk to Pastor Nadine; she'll tell you all about it. Okay, 
So we are going to read Psalm 135, verse 9 and 10. Um, whatever Bible pastor has up there is with the version I'm using. I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, Who sent tokens and wonders into the midst of thee, O Egypt, upon Pharaoh and upon all his servants, who smote great nations and slew mighty kings? Sheon and the names of kings. And gave, verse 12, and gave their land for, an, for a, a heritage and heritage unto Israel, his people. Thy name, O Lord, endureth forever, and thy memorial, O Lord, throughout all generations. For the Lord will judge his people, and he will repent himself concerning his servant. Uh, So then it goes on to say, um, let's see. This chapter, I was reading it. I I think I I picked up on the... A verse too late in but if you look at it in the amplified it says it's the lord that rewards people with land he's the one that decides where the land goes right now i am convinced so one of the issues we have with maduro is that he is not willing to go to the highest court the world court united nations Guyana has filed a petition with them to take care of you know let's settle this in court he says he's not going to show up to court. He's not sending anybody. He's not going to follow the courts. That's why this is a problem. So now he has denied the earthly conditions that could potentially help him. So we're going to take him up to a higher court today. And we're going to let God deal with it. Amen? So that's kind of what I want to set the stage. When we pray, you understand what we're doing. And we are saying that Esequibo is the land of Guyana right it does not belong to a dictator and just to give you an idea of the economic situation of venezuela people from venezuela are coming across they're coming to the border seeking refuge and asylum in guyana so they can find jobs to work and support their family because that's how bad it is in venezuela okay imagine i was like somebody's coming to guyana to seek refuge i I mean yeah (laughs) just saying okay so anywhere that the devil is in charge the people are in bondage anywhere that god is in charge the people rejoice amen so father let's just pray together you can sit stand whatever you want to do father we thank you today we thank you lord that jesus died on the cross to to bring to this earth the authority of his name so believers can come and in his name destroy the works of the enemy. And so, Father, today we are declaring into the atmosphere that Maduro and any other leadership of the country of Venezuela that decides that they will take over the land of any other country around them, that, Father, we bring them before you in the courts of heaven, and we ask you, Father, to take care of this matter at the highest level in the universe. We ask you, Father, that you will move with your mighty hand of protection, over the people in Guyana and Venezuela. 
And Father, we're asking you that freedom will come to the people from the rulership of any dictator that's currently in power. Father, we speak that in these nations, righteous rulers will rise up so that the people of both nations can rejoice. And we declare it out into the atmosphere now. And we speak your word of destroying the works of the enemy to come into effect. Father, we pull down every stronghold. We pull down every plan. We pull down everything that exalts itself above the name of Jesus. And Father, we say... They are pulled down. Those plans are destroyed like it never happened. Let the enemy run. Let the enemy be the one to be in dismay. Let the enemy be perplexed and not know what happens. But, Father, you are reigning your peace. We thank you for your angelic hosts that are round about to protect the people of Guyana and the people of Venezuela. And, Father, we just thank you, Lord, right now that you are moving at, at the request of your children on this earth. You are moving in those countries. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much for praying with that. And um, I think, now I want to show you something. We sent everything to Guyana, but this little bracelet right here, we missed. <laughs> I, I, it, it fell on the sidewalk. <laughs> I said, I'm going to bring this as evidence. We sent every single thing that was donated. Well, we missed one bracelet. But, <laughs> but um, you know, this church is doing great things around the world. And in your personal life, if the devil comes to attack you, just say, you know what? You need to go. <laughs> like, I'm not even having a conversation with you. You need to go. Because the people that I'm, I'm hooked up with, like, if I bring this to their attention, you, like, don't even bother, right? So <laughs> you got to utilize what we can do as a, as a team here, you know? You got to take that into consideration. Don't fight battles by yourself. And then, and then wait when you're better. Then you come and, like, you know, I, you know, I just was going through. Why were you doing this alone? <laughs> this is the benefit of, of having us, Amen. So do that. Do let the enemy know who your friends are. Yeah. The enemy sure shows you who his people's friends are when they try a uh, bullies, you know, they all bring their friends. Did you ever see a bully stand by themselves and bully people? You know, actually in all those movies and stuff with those kids, they always have a group behind them. Come to think about it. Yeah. But we could actually stand by ourselves, even if we're alone somewhere, but because we know we have the backup, right? Because you already told every, like, this is what I need help with. When you stand alone, though everybody else is standing with you, it has to happen. Amen? Pastor Nelson, you ready? <laughs> oh, kids, kids. Are, <laughs> are you guys ready for kids' life? Church is so fun. Who wants to be in kids' life? <laughs> Come on, let's send the kids off. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. All right, Pastor Nelson, it's right. yours. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. So we have an awesome God. He's worthy. He is worthy. I tell you, since something the last couple of days were uh, another encounter with Christ himself again. Where he, 
we've been talking about the different gowns he wears. And he showed up again this morning at the house. And here it has to do with the anointing oil that the Lord carries. I said to the Father, man, we call the fire, we call the rain. We call for the wine, but we didn't call for the oil. So he dumped the oil in the house. I was already drunk before Nadine got there. <laughs> and that's just what he's doing today. He's, he's, he's here. And that's what he's doing. He's bringing in the oil today. He's just dumping it and dumping it and dumping it. And this is like the, the splash zone, as we call it. So, you know, if you, if you want to come up to the splash zone, you, you can move on up. And what he gave me was keys to supernatural living. And this is what he has. He's, he's, he's bringing us up this month and next month for the new year. The Lord's calling out for 2024. He's calling it the quadruple blessing for those who diligently seek me. And he's preparing for us to not to miss out what's coming. And these keys the Lord is bringing out. He says this is key one. When Jesus shows up, he brings his whole entourage with him. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I said, he is the commander of the Lord's army. When Jesus shows up, he brings angels with him. And those angels were designed to, to set up with him and do the purpose of his will. So he's here today. He's just hanging He's hanging out with us, but he's, he's going to give everything here today. And the angels, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen what they look like, because we all have our own armies. Yeah. And how well-dressed they are, and how well-armored they have, and the weaponry. They're pretty fierce-looking. Yeah. Yeah. And they said, when, they, when you call them out, they have no problem coming down. They said, we'll be right there. And the enemy, they just flee. They don't want anything to do with them. Yeah. I mean, Jesus alone, his name, they fly. But, man, it's like even when our own armories come down, it's a mess for the enemy. Yeah. So we're going into Psalms 46, 5 through 11. The so God is in the midst of this city, secure and never shaken. At daybreak, his help will, will be seen the appearing of the dawn, but with the nations are the uproar with their touring kingdoms. God simply raises his voice, and the earth begins to disintegrate before him. And he comes, the commander, the mighty lord of, of angel armies is on our side. The God of Jacob fights for us. It says, pause in his presence, but Everyone, look, come and see the, the breakthrough wonders of God. For he brings both ruin and revival. And he's the one who makes conflicts end throughout the earth, breaking and burning every weapon of war and surrendering your anxieties. So just be silent and stop your striving and you'll see that I am God. And the Lord says, I am the God above all the nations and will be exalted throughout the whole earth. 
And here he stands, the commander. The mighty Lord of angels' armies is on our side. And the God of Jacob fights for us. And says, Paul's in his presence. And then the Lord, and this is the Lord saying, when you need encouragement yourself, this is the word to look at. Because no matter what, you got the Father, you got the Son, you got the Holy Spirit, and you got the angel armies. Yes. So it's a win-win, no matter yes. what. Yes. And this is what He's saying: is no matter what the enemy tries to beat you down with, Jesus, yes. and He shows up, yes. and, 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 ends, and ends it right there and then. And that's, that's the encouragement he's saying today. No matter what the enemy's trying to pull today, it's over. Because yes. I'm with you. <laughs> and Jesus is the plan for deliverance. Yes. He has a plan that's not going to cause you to ever, the enemy to ever come. Yes. His, his plan is final, what he has for us. Everything he's spoken is coming to pass. But the enemy tries to come in and twist things around. But he's saying today, I'm encouraging you even more for this word. He said, it's coming. Everything that you saw, everything that was spoken, is going to not be a toss to the side. Right. It's happening now. Yes. In Jude 1, 14 through 15, now Edoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied, about these men also saying, Behold, the Lord comes with his ten thousands of his saints to execute judgment on all, convict all who are ungodly coming them among them and all their ungodly deeds, what they have been committed to an ungodly way. It is all the, all the harsh things and ungodly sinners have spoken against him. And the Lord saying and key too is whatever God tells you to do, it will never fail. And God, you know, He has us. God, when we you know, serve, we speak His words, and God is speaking victory over you through His words. Yes. And the more and more we read, the more victory it comes because the more we saturate in His word. Each word brings out even more power like never before. Because the more we saturate, the more it's going to be soaking in. And the more depth it brings. Because the more it starts to filter through your body, but through your thinking, also your your mind. And that's where the the battle is. It's through the mind. The Lord is saying it's soaking into his word daily. This is what we need to do. And this is what God is saying, is God will never speak something that he, he did not mean. Right. And God only says what he intends to do. And this is, so when, when he says something, he's already determined. It's, it's already done. Yes. Just like the beginning of time when he spoke, to the, the heavens and the earth, it, it became. Yes. And this is what he's saying to you. It's not going to be turning back to him. Everything is written. It's in your books in heaven. Every word he spoke was victory, 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 victory. There's no defeat in the books. Because he made us in his image. And the thing is, he's like, when you're made in his image, you're a carbon copy, but your fullness, everything he has is in us. 
And when he breathed, all that came into us. Yes. And that's the thing about God. He he promises he will do it. And there are so many precious promises that's been given to us. (laughs) Even the, the day we were in being born, the prophecies over the womb that were spoken. That, that even though you were in there, you heard it was already embedded in you. You, you yeah. knew it. You heard it. Yeah. And this is what the Lord's He has. But the anointing is never going to stop. And this oil is, is coming in deeper today yeah. and soaking more, more and more. So 2 Peter 1, 2 through 4, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue but which have been given to us extremely great precious promises that we these things that may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And this is what the Lord is saying, because he has a covenant with us. And his word will stay true and come to pass. In Isaiah 55:11, he says, So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth, and it shall not return to me void. And it shall accomplish what I please. And I shall prosper in the thing of which I sent it. And this is what the Lord is saying, is we need to position ourselves in the secret place where we need to have conversations with us. But we dwell with them even more. And this is where we need that quiet because when the Holy Spirit comes in, He wants a, He wants our ad, He wants our complete attention, everything we have. But this is where you find revelation taking place. Discernment growing. When I first got back into church. You, you, you're reading, you know, Paul. You know, it's like a guy that is asking Lord for wisdom, knowledge, revelation, but discernment, but to see things through the Spirit. And seeing things, how it works. And these are things he wants to do. He wants to rearrange our lives even more today. And the more we have this conversation, he's going to be pouring out things even more on you like you never thought. But he has great things coming. He He doesn't want us to miss out. And then First Timothy 1, 18 through 19. So Timothy, my son, I entrusted you with this responsibility in keeping with the very first prophecies that were spoken over your life. And you're now in the process of fulfillment in the great work of ministry in keeping with the prophecies spoken over you. With this encouragement, use your prophecies as weapons as you wage spiritual warfare by faith and with a clean conscience. And 2 Timothy 1, 6 through 7, it says, I'm writing to encourage you 
to fan into a flame, rekindle fire, the spiritual gift that God has imparted into you. I laid my hands upon you, for God will never give you the spirit of fear, but the, but the Holy Spirit who gives you mighty power, love, and self-control. And the Lord's saying is you are needed. Your voice is needed to speak. And you have that power to speak. And he's, and he's going to do, I believe, he's, I, I just saw the flame. He's going to turn the flame up even more. So it's, 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 it's like he said, when you speak, it's going to be like fire, like, never, like, a, like a crackling fire, but it's going to be like a roaring fire when yeah. you speak. Yeah. And this is what he's doing. Because yeah. it, I mean, it, it breaks open strongholds. It, it knocks them down, but it burns them up. And it, it, it binds and it breaks everything spoken, every poisonous dart yeah. spoken. It's already burned up before it hits. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And this is what the Lord has. He's, he's encouraging you even more, but he's, the weapons of warfare are coming out like never before. So Zephaniah 3.17 says, The Lord our God is in our midst, a warrior who gives victory. And he will rejoice over you with gladness. And he will renew you in his love. And he will exalt over you with loud singing. So I don't know if you ever wake up or even when you're laying in bed or you hear the angelic music. I don't know if you ever hear that. But that's the Lord's playing over you. He's singing over you. And those who have not encountered this, I'm asking the Lord right now to open this, this up. It's a sound like you, that you've never heard before. And these are things now I'm asking the Lord right now to open up. Yes. So in key three, no one in heaven is holding you back. They say that they're cheering you on. And then, and the thing is, they see when you put your foot down on the enemy, yeah. and they're out there, and they're saying, "It's like, man, did you just see that move? Did you see that?" And this is the thing, you know, we encounter with the heavenly host, cheering us on, showing us what to do, how to take on the, this foul foe who tried to come in. And this is what the Romans twelve two. It says, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And this is the thing of my own life. I had to read and read and read until finally hit. Then, you know, because once, once I absorbed this more, I didn't want to think about the world. I had nothing of the world anymore. It's all in the sin that comes with it. But to, to knock down the, the spiritual thoughts that keep on coming in, but to be transformed, but to, to, to read and read and read the word, but to, it shifts. It's like the Holy Spirit just takes his hands and he just moves your brain cells around and shifts, pulls things out. And puts all his goodness is, and you'll feel the tingling in there when he's shifting things. And these are the things 
even the things that were spoken that were caught in there, but even though the things, even the things you watched, he pulls out. And this is what he's doing today, even more. He's pulling things out, but he's putting all his goodness in. And that was the thing that's going on today with this oil, the anointing oil, where he's just he's saturating, he's, he's smoothing things around in there for you. Yeah. And this is what's going on today. And this is what the Lord's saying is when God tells you to do something, he wants you to believe it because he has a position for you in ministry. And this is the you know the greatest thing you know about God you know he's he's total truth he's not capable of lying he says hey man he says, I got something for you to do but you're gonna have to stand up in front of people I'm like okay back in the day <laughs> that's what it was <laughs> and it's and that's what he had. He's tearing the fear out. Yes. There was a lot of fear growing up. And this is what he had to take me to do. He, some things he would challenge me on. He said, okay, man, I want you to go out and play. And I was like, on stage? He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay. So I stand back in the far corner you know, where I'm at now. You know, I, I can hide behind the curtain, you know. But, you know, but... But these are things that took place in my life. So God, he, he took the fear out. So he encourages us, you know, to go out and speak the gospel no matter what on the streets, stores. And we were challenged this with Jack Cashman, the Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Ministers Association. He's like, yeah. He's like, here's some assignments. I want you to go out into the stores. I want you to pray for people, but I want to hear what what, what went on. I was like, okay. <laughs> so well, you know, went shopping. You know, you see somebody standing there, playing around with the fruit or whatever. You walk walk over. Say, hey, uh, you know Jesus? <laughs> Do you need prayer for anything? And that was that was a breakthrough for me. But yeah, but that was good. I had, I had to get out of that little box. And key four, there's always provision for God's ministry, his mission. And this is what the Lord's saying is before God even tells you what he has called you to do, he's already designed to to provide for you. Because before he tells you to do something, he already has the plan of provision already taken care of. So when he sees, he shows you, he says you're heading into ministry. And all of a sudden, he starts showing these big farmlands, thousands of acres. This is where you'd be camping out. Okay. But it's over 400 acres. He's like, that's the first farm. <laughs> He's like, he, so he cuts down the tree line to the next line, next farm. How's that? I was like, look, and he's showing me buildings on these properties for, for, it's for the youth coming up. Oh, yeah. And, these, and these, these are huge farms. Then he shows one more farm. They're all tied together. And he says, now, get ready. He's showing me parts and parts of what's coming. But that was like years ago when it took place. But now it's like he's even showing showing us more what's going on with the youth. It's going to be that much of an outpouring of the youth. They didn't have to use farmland to to bring them in. Because some of the buildings already built are too small. 
And this is what he was showing. With the, yes. Oh, it's big. It's huge. As Donald Trump will say, huge. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yes. So in key five, he said, if you're not seeing this, things happen and you're being stolen from. And the Lord he's saying is the enemy is, is trying to stop it. But God would not work against himself with the things he showed. So right now, Father, if there's anything that's being stopped right now, we're asking right now for the angel armies to come down and to whip its place in the shape, Father, where we're taking out the enemy right now for all the stolen properties, Father, from the north, the south, the east, and the west. And no matter what country we're talking about, Father, we're calling out the heavenly armies right now to send them out to take it out. And we'll hear victory stories here, testimonies, Father, what's taking place right now, Father. Oh, yeah. Stolen properties, that's, that's a big thing I'm hearing right now. Yes, we're taking the lands back, Father, that were stolen. Because you sent us out to take care of, of all these things, to prosper. He says, as far as you can see, it's yours, he says. As far as you can see. He says, I have spoken these things to you. Just do not be afraid. Increase, increase, increase. This is what 2024 is about. It's increase. So we, yes, Father, we thanking you for you are glorious indeed. Yes. So in Acts ten thirty eight, it says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who who went about doing good and healing all who are oppressed by the, the devil. For God has for him. And the points here, the Lord Sharon, he says Jesus only did what he saw the Father do. And he only said that what the Father was saying. And this is what I was learning, you know, for to, to learn what the Father did, I had to learn what Jesus did. Yes. He was a great example for me. And to listen to the Holy Spirit. And these are the things that had to, to shift to, to make Sure, I wasn't going to run like I did before. Before I was in the church, towards like questioning me, why are you doing this? And I knew it was him. And it's like, because when he showed up, he just had that, that the atmosphere just changed. It was no havoc, but it was like, man, it was total glory. And I'm like, I don't know. I didn't say anything, but he's like, he's like, okay. He's like, you have your way. But this is the way I communicated with God. But he, he would show up. Then, it was, then there was the times where he just said, now it's time to go back to church. It's okay. I didn't, I didn't say no. I said, I'm going back. And this is what he wants. He wants us to, to pick up what we lost. And, it, and he's going to encounter speed so we can overcome things that we've missed out on. Yeah. 
And this is what he's doing today even more. The things that we, we slow down on, he's going to enforce it. The speed is coming. And this is, what, this is what he's saying, this is what he's decreed, but this is what's going to take place. And this is what Jesus came at the will of the Father to heal everyone. And God's, his next point is God is working with you, and he is not working against you. And the next point is God is not going to, to work against you, but through the circumstances. But the spirit of the Lord is willing, but the flesh is weak. And the next point is we have a body, a soul, which is our mind, will, and emotions, and a spirit. And this is what the, you know, the thing is, the next point is our spirit is ignited by the, the power of God. And we are born again because we become a new creature. And it says our body and soul are not redeemed, but they have to be disciplined. And this is the key to make sure that we discipline all parts of the body. And it says, and our mind starts to side with our spirit, then our body starts to become a servant of our spirit. Then it says, when you're, you're not walking in in the flesh, not not walking in our own understanding, but then you start to understand that address the circumstances with authority. There's no compromising. You show who you really are. And you you put your foot down. And that's when you this is when you need to address the devil and break his power every day. And this is what key six is. This is like one of my favorites. <laughs> Every morning, wake up, hit the devil in the head with the two by four, just just, just because you can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and what God's saying is, He has given us authority and power in the name of Jesus, so demons have to listen to us. And then they they try to train us differently growing up. The demons try to come in, persuade us differently. But the more and more you get into the word, the more you know better. The more we grow in his word, they see the power that you possess. And a lot of times they just like walk on by. Nothing to see here. Because they, they they know what's going to happen next once they they see yeah. what you're going to be speaking. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is what Jesus says: He has purchased a lot of benefits for you through His blood. Yeah. He has given us His name and His authority. And Key Seven says devils don't like when you're going to, when they get caught. They don't, they don't count on getting caught or finding out that, that they're there. And this is what the Lord has given us to pray for supernatural vision. So I'm praying for that today, yeah. for increase, increase, increase. Yeah. But it's discernment, the seeing in the spirit realm. And this is what took place this morning, because I know Lisa can see a couple others. But so when Jesus stood here, I said, what are you seeing? 
what's his gown? What do you see on his gown? But, you know, that's what he showed me at the house. I was already drunk then before I came here. <laughs> this is an 18. I said, <laughs> he needed to come up here. And the thing is, his gown was something, you know, because it was white, but has you know, gold, but had the big vase on the back. But as the anointing oil is coming out, but Lisa was saying also the tassels on the bottom, it was like gold was going around the striving, but there was also jewels inside of that yet. I mean, that's pretty neat, but the sleeves were like the doctor's, like pretty long like that. <laughs> but that's that's what I saw. And uh, and I called it was the, the anointed oil of the harvest. That's the name of the jacket. So he is he is king of, of the harvest. And that's what he's pouring out today. Yeah. Is that today? Is his anointing oil, but it's, it's the harvest that's taking place here. Because yeah. the proof is going to be out here in the driveway and also in the church. Yeah. What's taking place. Yeah. I mean, once he came in and started walking around, I said, man, so here we go. So yeah. Get ready for outpouring. Yeah. Revival. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So when you we pray for supernatural vision, but it's also called discernment. But the Lord opens our eyes in the supernaturally so we can start to see things that the spirit world and address the devil when you find them out. Because a lot of times they're counting on us not to see them in the spirit. So I'm asking the Lord today to open your eyes even yeah. more into yeah. the spiritual realm yeah. so you can see. Yes. I, mean, I, I, I could always see when I was a kid seeing things. But the Lord has opened up even more in detail. Because some you see like little splashes, but it's, it's, he's finally tuning everything today. Yes. So we, he's, he's getting us ready. Yes. And key eight, that we have to pass all of our tests. Mm-hmm. And the Lord is saying when you have passed all your tests, and your character has developed into maturity, what is the next is, is promotion into the next area where God has to go into. You too. Music. Increase. Increase. Yeah. You said the different sound, different attitude, what's coming out, the playing, singing. Let's increase, increase, increase. But I can see the studio. But that's already... Already provided, but he's just gonna he's gonna bring it in. So that's what's taking place here soon enough. Increase. And this is what the Lord's saying on how Joseph. Joseph is, you know, we know he's in the Old Testament, was destined for leadership. How how God knew that the famine was already coming. So he, he sent Joseph ahead, and Joseph realized that he has passed his test. And the Lord, you know, we know it wasn't easy what he went through, but he made it. There are so many times that people quit before the time, before the blessing. They run because the heat is so turned up. And sometimes when they look at the circumstances, they don't look at the Holy Spirit or or Jesus. And this is what the Lord is saying is you need to focus on me, not the storm. This is why so many people, churches fail, because they, they put their circumstances on the storm and not the Lord himself. Yeah. 
And David, he was just a shepherd boy. He realized that something, that somebody needed to, to stand up against the giant. And he passed his test, and he became king. So no matter what storm or what giant comes up, he says, Lord, says, I got your back. I sent you there. Even when the disciples, he says, the Lord says, let's get in the boat and go to the other side. What happened? A storm showed up. The disciples, they said, wow, we can't handle this. But you can. The Lord said, we're going to go to the other side. You're going to make it. But they, had, they, woke, they woke Jesus up. And the Lord's like, you know, I can't imagine what he had to you know, other things. <laughs> but, you know, he stopped the storm. But that storm was a territorial spirit. Yeah. And this is the thing we, so we, Brian, and we break all territorial spirits yeah. today, Father. It's in the path. Yeah. Everything, that door is opened right there. It's going to be right in front of them, Father. They're going to see it. That he's going to be, this, this storm's going to be moving now. It's going to be shut down yeah. in the name of Jesus Christ. And we thank you, Father, for this. Yes. And key nine, make the devil work for you. Yeah. Make him repay you back. Yeah. Yeah. So right now, anything was stolen from you, sevenfold in return. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying every minute. Yeah. Yeah. Every minute of the day. Yeah. No hour, every minute. Yeah. Yeah. The payback is now yeah. in the name of Jesus for years to come. And we're going back to both sides of the family. Yeah. Mother and father. Yeah. Through the, through the generations, everything was stolen. It comes back to, to the inheritance of you. Yeah. So we're opening it up right now in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Everything, everything, and everything. Yeah. Yes. And key 10. Says here, you're going to get to the place where you laugh at the devil when he comes to you. Oh, yeah. Yes. Do you like the three stooges thing? Wink. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. The enemy doesn't like to, to be laughed at. And it makes him upset, you know, but you sit there to keep on laughing. But it's like, you know, some of the coworkers I had through the years, I'm looking at him, it's like, is this all you got? And they're like, what do you mean? I said, like, you know what I mean. He can't do nothing. <laughs> and this is where, you know, you, you're finally relaxing, you knowing that the Lord's with you. There's no walking, you know, like in fear, but solid ground, solid rock, Jesus himself. Yeah. And the two by four. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and Luke 10, 18 through 19, and he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and all over all the powers of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. And the Lord's, you know, he's he's building up our faith daily. And it's it's to a place where the devil, he's got to repay you. you Even trying to try something as payment right there. Yes, for the attempt. Yes. He's accountable. And he's, he's going to pay it back. 
And key 11 says, wow, who are you is dangerous. Who you know is even more dangerous. Yes. And the thing is, we are, we are a child of God. And that's deemed dangerous, even to speak against you. <laughs> that is, I mean, a, st- a storm could come back and hit them. You know, so Elijah called the sheep, called the bears in. That's, and he tore those people up. But calling a fire from the Lord's right hand upon his, his foul foe. Then that's, they know better to say something. But even if you, if you just walk up to them face to face, and it's like, you know, they knew you meant business. And, and, and there was a shift right there, and then it took place. They left. But the Lord, this is like years ago, at, we were playing out on a Friday night. And uh, the Lord said I was going to be challenged. And I said, okay, he would tell me what was going to take place. But I said, and I met this dude. I knew he was a, a sorcerer. And, uh, and he just started getting cocky and challenging. He was like, won't you pray for me? I said, okay, no problem. So I hit him on witchcraft. He squealed like a pig. <laughs> he was like, well, I, I got to go. I got to leave. I said, yeah, I think you better. <laughs> and, this, and that was the last time I seen this guy. I've never seen him again. But these are the things you know, that come up in my life you know, with witches. I was just one of them. But they all left. Yeah. But knowing who you are, and, and knowing who you are in Jesus, but the Father and the Holy Spirit, yeah. that you will carry that same power. He gave it to us. And even if you just like blow on them, because all that inside of you of the Spirit, what do you, it, it's like they don't like that at all. <laughs> it's like, man. <laughs> 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 hmm. <laughs> And the thing is, you know, no matter where you go, you represent Jesus. Yeah. And people recognize that in you. They see that in you. And it's, and some will come up to you and they'll say, hey, I see Jesus in you. But they, but they know just the power. I think it was Jacob's was here. I wish I wanted to shake his hand, but I about fell out. You know, because he was full of the spirit of God, you know. But I'm like, whoa, dude. I said, but yeah, and this is how we should be yeah, filled. Yeah. No matter how we, you know, close. And it's like you fall, I mean, Pastor Doug, all you can do is come up to you, you fall down. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, you know. Yeah. But yeah, and that's where we, that's where we should stand. Yeah, yeah. And, I said, and this is key 12. Some of God is to give you something, but you're unwilling to... To give God something. And this is what Jesus is saying. Jesus talked about the crucified life. Paul talked about the crucified life. All the other disciples understood what it was like to die for him. They understood that their life was not their own. But but this is what Paul talks about exceedingly in his letters to the churches. And this is what Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ, so I'm no longer who I live, but Christ lives in me. And a life which I know live 
in the flesh, but I live by faith of the Son of God who walked, who loved me and gave himself for me. And the points the Lord is pointing out here is we are the temple of the Holy Spirit and we're supposed to live the life of God, not for ourselves. And the second point is God is interested in you trusting him and submitting to him as the supreme authority in your life. Keep him first above all things. I know what I talked about before about idols, different cars. And this is what the Lord's saying. He's like, no. He's like, you've got to put me first. And when, once we start putting our, him first, then things do really, there's a big turnaround that takes place. Everything's are, it's just starting to put together, but it's going to be full, the fullness. You, you won't see the little parts, the pieces anymore. You'll see the fullness of what's coming. And this is in the ministry of Jesus is being expressed through you. That is the, the perfect will of God. And it says here, you can't expect God to give you something, everything, but but you give him nothing. You have to hand over your will. It says when you hand over everything you, you have to him, then he owns you. Then he can tell you what to do with it. And he's going to bring life to every situation. And he wants to, and this is another point, is he wants to own all of you. He wants to take care of you. And the more we surrender everything to him, the more he's going to delight in you even more, but he's going to show, but speak more revelation of you, but but with this to show you what's taking place. But he's going to show you that more heavenly things. I mean, there's there's going to be some coming up. He's going to take you into heaven. He's going to show you places a lot of people have not seen. And this is the things he's going to show you. The, the more we we die to ourselves, the more things he's going to show us. Yeah. What he's really like the deeper parts of him. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. I mean, these these I can I can share the one time I was up my brother-in-law Jimmy passed away we all grew up together in Dolphin since we were in the 60s and uh, next you know like a month or two later his brother passed away Richie and I said to Nadine I don't know about Richie I know Jimmy's there and next you know the Lord took me up I'm in this room and this room almost looks like this has a big curtain across here and the opening went across, but there was a table went across. So I'm there kneading. Jimmy was beside me. And Richie opens up the curtain. He says, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> Had that cheesy smile on his face, right? But he was a young Richie. And I'm sitting like, and the Lord brought me back down. I said, Lord, what, Lord, what, what do I have in my hand? He says, that was, that was manna, the heavenly manna. You were kneading it. Because when Richie came in, the banqueting table was behind me. And this is what this, this is the revelation he showed me of things. He goes, he goes, he goes like, even though he didn't think Richie was gone, but there's others praying for him. But he made it. Yes. And, the, and these are the things he showed me that, yes. what took place. Yes. And I said, man, Lord, I said, thank you. 
because we all ran together. But and that's that's the thing that I believe the Lord wants to share with some of you here today. Things like that. And this is key thirteen, your angel has read your book all the way into the end. It says the angels just need your cooperation. And that's what the Lord's saying is your, your angels already know that they know all about you. And the thing is, they're assigned to us. And they, they would, it's for to be exceedingly, to, to put you where you need to be successful, to make sure you stay on that line where the Lord has you on. And this is, and this is where I got caught up, where, you know, I got back into the church. I was still doing the worldly thing. But that's when the Lord kept on saying, hey, you get to straighten up. And this is what the Lord is saying with the angels. Like, Man, you are, they are assigned to put you where I need you to be. If not, he says, I'll bring somebody else in. And that's not good to hear. <laughs> it's like, you know, getting another spanking, you know. It's like, hey, what did I tell you? You know, it's like, you know, you, you, you don't want to hear, you know, in the, in the world, you know, dad's coming home. Oh, boy. But now it's like, you know, Lord sits you down. He's, you know, it's like, okay, you know, I don't think I want to go through this again. You know, because the way he talks, you know, it's the power, but it's like, you know, he's straight up. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's, hmm. and key 14 says, don't take it personally when bad things happen to you. God can make it better than it, it ever happened. Yeah. So no matter what the enemy's doing, how he's trying to twist things, but he, he's, he's trying to turn things around. But God said he could turn things around no matter what happens, no matter what the enemy wanted. God is in process right now to, to make it better than it ever happened. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's changing that around today. And this is the thing is this has to do a lot with the faith. But then when he speaks, he wants you to believe. Yeah. But Lord, you know, I could tell you what happened about the deer. Okay, this is deer hunting, you know, with my archery. You know, change my broadheads, different broadheads. How can you miss a twenty yard shot? Seriously. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like I like, okay. I said, wait for so the deer ran, stopped, another 30 yards out. So, okay, it's going to fall. Nope. Walked right into the woods. So I got back down. Walked over. And these are mechanical heads. They move. Well, this was open. It wasn't supposed to be open until it went through the deer. I said, okay, what's going on here? So got back up, big A point, 30 yards out. Same thing. Thought for sure I had that thing. It ran. Here the arrow dropped in front of it, opened. So I said, man, Lord, there's something going on here. He said, yeah, your broadheads were opening up before it hit the, the target. So I missed both deer the same day and 20 minutes apart. So I was like, okay. So the Lord's like, there's bigger and better coming. And this deer, the last deer I saw was the biggest deer I've seen on this, on the, on the mountain. So I can't imagine what the next deer is going to look like. And the Lord gave us the word, it was abundantly, bountifully harvest. 
I think we got at the same time. I was in my tree stand, and she was at home. It had to be at the same time when we spoke that. So I'm calling that out for every one of you here as well. But everything was taken. Acting like it was an accident, but it was no accident. It was a thief that came in. Yeah. We're calling that out right now to this church. That it's going to be a turnaround. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bigger and better yeah. Yeah. than it has ever been. Yeah. Yeah. So we bind, we break the thieving spirit. Yeah. It's a fire of the Lord's hands coming down right now. You, and we praise you, Father, for you are glorious indeed. And we praise you, Father. You. Yes. And, and Romans 8:28, and we know that all things work together for good to all those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. And in key 15 says, Jesus shows up when you talk about him. <laughs> yeah. we, we know he's here. Yeah. And he follows us around, but we follow him. But... And we said that when we speak about Jesus by the Spirit of God, He honors you with His presence. And He's faithful and He loves us. And we talk about Him daily. So when we testify about Jesus, this, this is going to be opening up a whole lot more friendship. But it's a, a, an atmosphere we have not encountered yet. So He. he today with, with this oil it's, it's going to opening up a, a greater encounter with this love it's just, it just opened up a whole big door that we did not expect to take place today but it, it, he came in and this is what he has and this is going to follow you home he's, he's, he's reminding you this, it's going home it's, whoever's listening in the camera is going in there but yeah. Yes. And uh, key 16 says we have to get out of the two-dimensional thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Father, we're just thanking you for that. Just touch us right now. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And key 17, God is more than... Then you know. And it says God hasn't revealed himself to you in a fullness yet, but you only know him in parts. So he is more than, than you know right now. And this is what, you know, I, I learned the other day. I said, even though at, at the banqueting table, you know, you might see some little crumbs, but that little crumb is a whole lot more we have down here, the power behind that little crumb. I mean, you might have the whole pie here, but up there, that thing, just that alone could fill this place. Yeah. The power behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because when you look up there, the little things, but they're great down here. Because yeah. the, the, when God sits there, he, he, he laughs at the mocker on this. Yeah. And he wants us to draw closer to him as well. But you'll see, I'm seeing him on the throne right now. But he's. But he's going like this. Come to me. And these are the, this is the, the things he wants you to see even more in, in the spirit. Is constantly live that life, waking up, sleeping. 
He wants us to be in a supernatural at all times. And key 18, you can change history by yielding to Jesus. And that's the big thing, getting out of the rock and roll bands, myself, getting into the Christian. And it's like, you know, some of the times I had to change my way of thinking while I was playing, you know, well, that's why are we doing it this way? But you, you, but you had to yield to the spirit of the, of the church, but the authority of the church. And this is what, you know, coming back in 98, you know, I just got out of metal. And it's like you're getting there like, okay. okay. <laughs> it's like, you know, playing like Jim Dandy, you know. Yeah, it's like, holy smokers. <laughs> yeah. But it was something, you know, because I... Because it was like a, like a little, it wasn't a little shock, but it was a big shock. And it's like, okay, I'll slow down. I went to acoustics, you know, stop the electric for a little bit. But yeah, it was, it was fun, though. <laughs> but the, the one church I was in, that everybody on the worship team was, was retired, except for me. I, 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 it was funny, because they're like, you know, 70s, 80s up there playing, how like okay, you know, I'll do it. I played bass for them, you know, let them do all the acoustics and but it was it was fun though. <laughs> <laughs> Hitting octaves, you know, anything I could hit, you know, like like wow. That's pretty high. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but these are the things, you know, I learned coming in. But, you know, in Key 19, it says, don't waste your time on things that don't count. Yes. And Psalms 127.1, unless the Lord builds the house, the labor in vain, who build it? And it's talking about the people that are doing something, but they they didn't hear from God on it. They didn't have the right structure plan, how the Lord wanted it. Because we know in the Bible, the Lord gave structure. He told you how they built it. But if you just go out there and look at the land, yeah, this is the way we're going to switch, switch, you know, change things around. But you're going to find that, you know, a lot of our structures, it's not good. Because what's underneath the structure is it could be landfill of something, you know, but you should actually dig down in to perk it and make sure it's perked and everything else. But that's what he's saying. Just don't do something because just to make a name for yourself. Because I gave you the plans because you'll know what to do with it. And the thing is, the Lord gave us the mission to do. And this is what the Lord's saying is discern what God has for you. And discern what the angels have, what they sent down to show you with the diagram, but the, but the layout of the land. Because this is what he's going to do for the ministries coming. He's going to give you the total layout. Yeah. He's going to show you little bits, but he's going to show you the whole layout. I just saw the, like, the plan table that you just flip the page, and you'll see everything. That's what he's going to do. Yeah. He's, 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 going to, he's bringing everything up. Yeah. Or you, you won't see the little bits and pieces anymore. He's going to show you the whole layout. Yeah. So each page you're going to see what's coming next, what's coming next. And that's what he has. Yeah. Yes. 
So in, in key 20, it says the purpose that God has for you right now is greater than you discern. Yeah. Hmm. And they said, if you can see your book right now, you'll see what's in it. It's greater than you thought. Because the way we think, it's not, he thinks a whole lot greater than yeah. we do sometimes. Yeah. But all the time, he's like, now he's, he's, he's just move this out. He's, I'll show you why I need, you need to ship. He's, 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 he, don't, he don't believe in small things. He wants large, he has large things. Yeah. And that's what he made, the heavens and earth. He owns all that. Yeah. And this is what he wants, to push out, yeah. increase, increase, increase. And that's what he's asking today. But he's pushing increase today. Yeah. Yes, and that's what, he's, that's what he's doing. So, Father, we're just thanking you for this great day again, for you are worthy. So key 21 says, be more patient with yourself. And that's the word I heard yesterday was patience. And the Lord, you know, because what he has, he says, it's coming. You'll have it. But just be patient. It's okay. And this is what the enemy tries. It tries to overwhelm you with all kinds of things. He interferes to the point where are frustrated with yourself. Yeah. So we bind and we break gifts today as well. Any frustrating spirit right now is over with right now in the name of Jesus. See, I see arrows, but we're, we're, it's not going to penetrate anything. It's going back to the sender right now in the name of Jesus Christ. So we bind and we break it in the name of Jesus. And we praise you, Father, for this word. We are thanking you, Father. And we just thanking you for your glory. That's all I got. Thank you. Yes. That's awesome. Amen. You know, this is the scripture the Lord gave me, Isaiah 60, verse 16 in the Amplified Version. Let's put that up. I'm sure you don't read this much when you're reading. Uh, Isaiah 60, verse 16. And I've got it in the Amplified Classic, the AMPC. But uh, let me know when you have it up there. I want to read it. I want everybody to see it together. But uh, authority is the word for today. It's been the word for the week when I've been thinking about things. There we go. It says, you shall suck the milk of the Gentile nations and shall suck the breast of kings and you shall recognize and know that I the Lord am your savior and your redeemer the mighty one of Jacob so what the Lord if you read the whole uh, if you read the whole uh, context of this it's talking about how God has made provision your provision isn't just coming from like somebody uh, having pity on you and giving you stuff he's looking for nations for you to get the stuff from nations. And what happens with the church is the devil has made it, you know this whole non-profit thing? He's made that mentality. So even when you go into nations to help people, you're going in from a, from a position of the poor. But when we go into nations to help people, we need to go into the nations from a, a position of kingship. Because we are the kings of the king. 
we're representing the King of Kings. So we don't go into nations at the level of the poor. We go into nations at the level of king, of authority, of reigning. Because the nations that have poverty reigning in it is are nations that have succumbed to the system of the world which the devil runs. So in order to to take authority and give people the empowerment they need to be self-sufficient in their own country, when we go, we have to go as a king we and a priest. We can't go in as a poor person trying to bring a little bit of help. You see what I'm saying? So when, whenever, when God sends you, so consider every place God sends you in as a nation. Your workplace, it's its own nation. You understand? Your neighborhood, it's its own nation. If you could think that way in those local areas, then God could give you bigger to be able to handle. You understand what I'm saying? So this was so point, I mean, weren't you guys blessed? I was, yeah. (laughs) Start opening your eyes to the things of God and start speaking down the things of man. Start telling, when somebody comes to limit you on what you can do, say, okay, that's your opinion, but here's mine. And if your opinion's higher, go with yours. Because God's even higher. Amen? Don't let people limit how much of something you can do for God. Because in the scriptures that talk about, you know, in Corinthians, it says in all sufficiency in all things, to be able to give to every good work. Well, how many, can you count how many good works there are? We haven't even met all the good works. But according to the Bible, we're supposed to be capable of giving to every one of them. You know what I'm saying? And we give everything that we have, we can give to all these things because God is the, is the source. So we're not running out. We don't have a pie we're sharing. Amen. We got the manna that's multiplying. Amen. Wasn't this awesome? I mean, this church, you know, you have the luxury now of coming in and finding your seat. It's not going to be for very long. I'm <laughs> just saying. I just, you got to start planning for next year. You might want to set your schedule where you're going to have to show up a lot earlier to be able to sit. <laughs> right? I'm just saying. We can enjoy the luxury while we have it. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. But when God says something, it's accelerated. So there are people right now, today, like this morning, while they were in bed, God already told them the name of this church and the address, the phone number, the website, everything. They're probably watching us online. And they're make people are relocating from all over the world to be right here. Amen. Because God has showed up here and said, this is where I'm sending harvest. That means we got to prep. Harvest is coming. Amen. So part of that prep is you got to get here if you want to be in the building. I'm just saying. God already showed us plans for expansion years ago. We already have the plans. So we're, we were just waiting for his timing. He's going to tell, and it looks like the timing is happening now. So let's stand up together. Father, we just thank you in this house. We worship you. The name of Jesus, we say, is greater than any other name. I speak to anybody that's being attacked by the enemy in their physical body, in their atmosphere of their home, at their workplace, in their mindset, Father.
and we speak a breaking off of every stronghold of the enemy in the name of Jesus. And we say it happens now. The enemy doesn't have time to pack up and leave. The enemy has to leave and leave all the goods behind. So, Father, we declare that right now in the spirit realm. Every enemy that's touching someone that belongs to victory, they have to leave everything and leave and flee. The enemies, the the Bible structure for the enemy to leave is that he flees. When you're fleeing, you don't get to pack. So, Father, we declare that right now in this atmosphere. That every harassing spirit has to flee in the name of Jesus. And I break off every cord that they attach to people that would cause the people not to want them to leave. I break that right now in the name of Jesus. All the cords are broken in the name of Jesus. All the unholy ties are broken in the name of Jesus. And Father, we declare right now that your people of victory walk in victory. When they show up at a location, victory happens in the name of Jesus, in the now. In the now, in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father, for your word. Continue, Lord, that we will get revelation all week long on this same word that was spoken today, Father. Open our eyes. We yield ourselves to you, Lord. We yield to you. Thank you, Father. And I thank you, Lord, that you're bringing our team back safely. They're being escorted by angelic hosts everywhere they go with supernatural favor and with increase all the way. Increase for the kingdom of God all the way. We take territory as we go. Abraham, every place the sole of his foot went, it was his. So every airport they go through, that country is represented. Every, Every diplomat they meet that the country represents, we're taking all the territory for the kingdom of heaven. For the kingdom of God on this earth. In Jesus' name we pray, Father. Amen. And amen. Are you glad you came to church today? I am. (laughs) I am. God bless you guys. Pastor Doug's going to be back on Wednesday. So he's going to come back with some more fire. (laughs) Some more wins for the kingdom. Amen. So invite a friend to come. I'm telling you, your, your services are numbered. For just coming in and picking the time. <laughs> just saying. We got to get our schedules prepped so we know what's about to happen. Amen? Amen? Thank you, Lord. God bless you.